That one driven deep right field. Thank you, go. Gone for Morgan Chris. And Fitz Chamberlain. That ball. Going to the wall. Chamberlain the second for this first hit. Mounted second, going to third. With his first hit of the season. So, and the pitch. That one swung deep to left. And that one's gone! Savy Seaman with a three-run shot. And the Warhawks take the lead. Hello and welcome into podcast on Yeeshai. I am Daniel Shotler alongside uh, fellow sports writer um, and journalist um, Mike Gramchek. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL stuff and a bunch of other stuff right now. So, uh, Mike, thanks for joining me. Hi. It was a nice drive in on Highway 50 from Burlington to lovely Kenosha. Let's kind of start with the NFL draft. Like, what surprised you about the NFL draft the most? Uh, who won the draft? Uh, can we just get something out of the way here? Did you say Shotler? Daniel Shotler is your name? Yeah. So it's not Shetler. It's Shotler. But I've been calling you Shetler our entire relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so five years, I thought your name was Daniel Shetler. Sure. So that's why you're D-Shot? Because you're yeah. Shotler? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. Some redhead when I was in high school came up with that name, and it just stuck. Mind blown, dude. I don't dude. know who it was, and I don't, I'm not Some it. redhead? <laughs> I'm not friends with the person who came up with it. You don't know if it was a boy or girl who came up with it? I don't remember who, um, who it was. So they just walked up to you in the halls and were like, D-Shot. I was out with people, and somebody gave me a name to this dude, and <laughs> Those redheads are just evil. But, yeah, man. Okay, Daniel Shotler. Wow, now I'm, I'm meeting you for the first day here, uh, May 5th, 2021. May 6th. May 6th, 2021. The birth of Daniel Shotler. Um, so ask me ask me one question about the draft. What, what do you want to know about the draft? Like, were you surprised by any of the picks? Um, I think that the Bears saved uh, Pace and, is that their names? Pace and Nagy? I think they saved their jobs by basically trading up to get Justin Fields. I think he's going to be really good, and I think he should have gone ahead of Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Um, they better pace themselves before they <laughs> take themselves. Yeah, or, 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 or Orlando pace themselves. Um, <laughs> Nagy. Um, yeah. Who else did good? I liked uh, whoever got Devontae Smith. The Eagles, I thought that was a good pick. I, I wanted the Packers to trade up and get Devontae Smith. I'm a Packer fan. We're both Packer fans. Um, who else? Who else? Oh, the Jaguars. I, I kind of liked how they took Trevor Lawrence and then got Travis Etienne. Yeah. So, yeah, who else? Maybe they'll trade for uh, Hunter Renfro now. Is that that? The, the receiver, because he went to Clemson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I thought that was kind of ironic. The Packers drafted a guy named Rodgers, and all the drama with Aaron Baby Rodgers. <laughs> I call him Baby Rodgers because I think he's being a baby. If if this is all true, um, 
But yeah, we'll get to that later. But what do you think about the draft, Daniel? What was your your biggest takeaway from the draft? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, but. Yeah. Oh really? That's weird. But, What's inappropriate about it? Oh, but it's like, like not a girl or something. It's like, it's just a one day thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Who? What number did Miners go? Do you know? 98th, Overall, ninety eighth. And that was second round or third? Third. So who did we take in the third? Do you know? I wonder what if we could have picked before ninety eight. You should look that up. So if we're going to regret someday that we didn't take the gut. (laughs) Who else? Who else? Who else? All right. So a recap of the Packers quick uh, picks quick. I said the wrong word first. Um, First pick was Eric Stokes, a defensive back out of Georgia. I liked it. Josh Myers out of... Ohio State was their second pick. Weird. Rodgers was their third round pick. So they got a receiver over Miners. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Royce Newman was their fourth round pick out of Ole Miss. Um, Terrell, T. Terrell, Slayton out of Florida. (laughs) Shamar Jean Charles out of Appalachian (laughs) State. Cole Van Lanning was their sixth round pick out of Wisconsin. Isaiah McDuffie. Linebacker out of Boston College was another sixth round pick, and Kylie Hill, running back out of Mississippi State, which kind of made sense a little bit considering they they lost Jamal Williams. They kind of made yeah. Sense. Some good defensive back picks. Kind of, after next year, kind of restock after Kevin King somehow got re-signed this year. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Key and Peel, how they have all those really funny long names that are impossible to pronounce is what you just basically did <laughs> Baja Biamila um, I, re- yeah, I really like the Aaron I really like the third round pick of a wide receiver um, yeah obviously he played at Clemson with Lawrence Yeah, they didn't get him. Right? He was still there, right, at 29? Yeah. Yep. I mean, you got to imagine, though, they, they needed a slot guy. And Amari Rogers has played in a lot of big games for Clemson. He's played in, what, probably two college football playoffs, three college football playoffs. I don't know how many years he, you know, did he play just this year and last year, Daniel? That this receiver from Clemson, I have no idea. yeah, because he probably wasn't even their number one weapon or anything, was he? No. What did was T Higgins? Was that this year? Did they have T Higgins? Did he get drafted or was that last year? Okay, so they've had a, a plethora of talented receivers at Clemson. Um, you gotta like the Eric. Production went up. Is, I mean, I'm 
Oh, well, that's fine. Just <laughs> how many uh, catches last year for Rodgers? Oh, so he didn't play last year. 30 reception, 426 yards, 4 touchdowns. Uh, you said he was returning rather than entering the NFL draft. Maybe just Wikipedia doesn't have it. Well, yeah, that's not the best website. <laughs> D-Shot. I don't even know. Just Google search his name. But it, I guess it doesn't matter that much. But That's a lesson, kids. Don't use Wikipedia all the time. <laughs> Or ever. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, in theory, you'd have, what, Devontae Adams on one side. Uh, that other hack. <laughs> Lazard. Lazard on the other side. Who else starts these days for the Packers? Receivers. They're just so bad, yeah. MBS. And then hopefully Rodgers could play the slot and get in, like, a four-receiver set or something, but... So, let's just finish up the draft and do, uh, I mean, okay, Packers grades. Let's do Packers grades. What what grade do you give the Packers on their overall draft? I'll give them a C for effort because you didn't really know all this Rodgers news. Thank you. That you didn't really know, okay, now what would be a right. draft a day, Right. like the day that this stuff came out. See them now. It's like we don't know if any of it's true because Adam Schefter admits to being. Well, just why do you think it was a C? We'll talk about that later. Why do you think it was a C? If they got their needs. I got. They got their needs, but I'm like, you could have drafted a better wide receiver. Right. Again, yeah, they think MVS. I think is better than he is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, just feel like you didn't really know what they were gonna do after that news came out. Right. And what what could you do? I guess. Your draft mindset all of a sudden changed. Yeah. Because what if you don't have Aaron Rodgers? Then do you all of a sudden go and 
and say, we're going to draft Brian Brom or Matt Flynn. <laughs> Yeah. Taysom Hill, maybe. Yeah. Matt Hasselbeck, Mark Bruno. Um, I think they did a very good job because they knew they weren't going to try to get a quarterback, right? Because yeah. you got Jordan Love last year, and you have Rodgers. Yeah, it was. So they knew they weren't going to have to deal with quarterbacks, so just get what you need, and basically what you need is linebacker, right? Maybe a little bit of second. You can never have enough secondary help. I, that's why I think the first round pick was like an A plus. Stokes. They said he runs like a. He's been tested at like four two five, four two nine. It's like, dude, that's fast. Um, you got your center, Corey Lindsley left. Um, your I think the second round pick was a center. You got a slot receiver that you did not have at all, right? You didn't have a slot receiver. I mean, Devontae's good in the slot. Um, and then who else? Um, you got a linebacker. You got a center. You got another running back after Jamal Williams leaves. You got your slot receiver. Um, yeah, you know what I was thinking about the other day, though? You know who's, like, on a milk box missing? <laughs> Josiah DeGuara. Like, how, like, let's look at last year's draft. Like, that guy's never going to play. Yeah. Like, DeGuara, love. So those are your first two picks, right? And it was just a total waste. I think it was Love and DeGuara. Look at, yeah, 2020 draft. Should go back like four years. Yeah, we'll go, let's look at their last couple drafts. Uh, so, so just to finish, I would give this a B plus on this draft. Uh, maybe even an A minus. I think it was a really good draft. It was way better than last year. Because we got needs and we got, I think, impact. Potential first, I think we got first year players. Daniel, I think we no three. I think we might have got three first year players. I think. Hold on a second. I think the center, the receipt. I think the first three picks could play this year, okay. which is good. And I think the corner could start Stokes over King if King yeah. keeps King, King keeps going. Was the pick last right, AJ Dillon was good last year, but he didn't play much. And then it was Deguara. And then Deguara, who the nobody knows what he's doing. How about the fourth round pick? Actually, the, the lineman played. The lineman from Michigan. Oh, John Runyon. He played. Junior. Mm-hmm. He played. Jamal Martin. He was good. He was good. He was a linebacker, right? Yeah, John Runyon was the sixth round pick. Jake Hansen, a center out of Oregon, was, and Simon Stefaniak were sixth rounds. Okay. Never heard of them. Who else? Anybody else? He might have played. What, what position? He might have played. Yeah, he apparently still on. <laughs> All right, let's try a 2019 draft. So, okay, Daniel's giving this year's draft a C, which is very inaccurate, I think. I'm giving it an A-, especially with all the Rodgers stuff. All right, let's look at – so 2020's draft was like a D. Because of Jordan Love. You trade up to get a quarterback. Hopefully he never plays, gets traded, or doesn't play for five years. Okay, 2019. Just read them off. Um, 2019 draft class, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, Elton Jenkins, Jace Sternberger. Nice. Kinsley Kiki, Adar Holman, Dexter Williams, and 
entire summers. Nice. For the most part, I'd say that was a successful draft. Mm-hmm. Gary's been good. Darnell Savage has been good. Elton Jenkins has stepped up a little bit with being a bad Elton player. Jenkins is really good. Uh, Jay Sternberger is... Sternberger's decent, good. yeah. Uh, Kinsley Kiki has kind of been... Kind of been starting, hasn't he? Yeah. You don't have to get everybody right. Twenty nineteen, and then was twenty eighteen the Jair Alexander first round pick? I think it was. Are you sure he wasn't in nineteen, Alexander? Because I thought they got Rashawn Gary. I thought Rashawn Gary was one of two first round picks. Twenty eighteen was. Read off the down to twenty eighteen, but don't go too fast. <laughs> You are way less of an alcoholic than me, Daniel. You haven't drank my beers and they've been here for like a month. I would have drank them all. Um, read the 2018. Okay, so. Okay, he's. Jair, Alexander, Josh Jackson, Oren Burke, Moore. Ugh. Cole Madison. Mm. Scott. That's ah, okay. okay. Marquise Valdez-Scantling. Ugh. DQ. Ugh. Bradley. Ugh. And Kendall Donerson. <laughs> C. Hey. <laughs> you got Jair as a uh, all-pro. Works good. Josh Jackson. Eh, okay. J.K. Scott's one hell of a punter. Josh Jackson's not even on the MVS team, is he? Been okay, but I mean, like, was he a fourth round or fifth round? MVS. Fifth. That's pretty good. He's a starter for a fifth round pick. EQ, bust, Jamon Moore, bust. Oh, Jamon Moore, that was a hard one. Yeah. Is that third round, Jamon Moore? So, what was Gudaku's first draft? Was it 18, right? Or 19? I wonder if there's a way to figure that out. Do you know which one was Gudenkun's first draft? It might have been the Rashawn Gary. Shoddy. Shoddy. Was his first one? So I would say he's had... I'd say he's had three good drafts, one really bad one. Last year we were good. I don't know. So, so we got our Packers grades. Um, Hold on, not yet, not yet. (laughs) There's too much people that we're going to talk about it for a long time. Um, Not so much the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Do you think? 
what would you do if you're the Bears? So the Bears drafted Justin Fields, but they got a- Andy Dalton. Let's talk about the NFC. Got, Let's talk about the NFC North a little bit. And they got Nick Foles. No. Are you sure? Then he's a third string quarterback because they they signed Andy Dalton, and he's supposed to be the starter. So you're gonna have to get rid of Nick Foles, mm-hmm. right? What would you do? I would start Justin Fields day one. Give Andy Dalton the keys first. And it's kind of like uh, Mike Lennon in Chicago. <laughs> hand it over Dalton to should be better than Mike Lennon. I mean, Justin Fields should be better than Mitchell Trubisky, but you never know. Yeah, just the money they have tied up and I mean, probably Dalton and Foles. Otherwise, I think, you know, you got to say, like, I think you got to start Justin Fields because you were eight and eight last year. You have a good defense. Otherwise, what was the top? Where did the Bears pick? Bears picked eleventh. Yeah. So then the debate, eventual debate, is going to be: Should the Bears have drafted Mac Jones? No way. <laughs> he doesn't look very good to me. But uh, how about Vikings and? I really well. I don't I wonder how Urban Meyer's going to do with that. Yeah, I was never sold on. I was never. I never thought too much of Trevor Lawrence. I know everybody loves him. I, I just didn't think he. Already. Yeah, I just I don't know. I was never super impressed, and then especially like I think well he won that one. He won a national championship, right? When I think it was a freshman. Then he lost the last couple years. He won, I think, when he was a freshman. But, uh, yeah, he was a freshman. Um, I kind of, I think Fields is the best. I think the, I think Fields has the best potential being on the Bears. He's got a pretty good defense. And then Trey Lance actually looks pretty athletic and pretty talented. And he's, uh, what team? Niners. And the Niners have a good team. What? Yeah, baby, the Bison. Some Wisconsin kids have gone there for sure. Of course, one of those is now. Wait. <sighs> Who? Jackson Adams is now. A oh, really? Bigfoot kid? Player, defensive player at Whitewater. Bigfoot kid. Yeah, and he had like a pick in the, pick in the scrimmage. We covered him. I never covered him. I covered him. You covered him. Andrew well. Kid. Andrew Mother Fuhrer. He tried to. <laughs> Andrew tried to. <laughs> Andrew Mother Tucker. Uh, shout, out, shout out Andrew Tucker. No shout out to Rob. <laughs> shout out UW-Madison journalism grads. Uh, Mike Johnson, Kurt Hogg, and Andrew Tucker. Johnson, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I had no clue yeah, that's why he thinks he's better than us. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, so shout out to Mike Johnson actually <laughs> offered me <laughs> – the Central Wilmot baseball game on Tuesday and the Central Wilmot softball game on Wednesday, and I turned them both down. Really? Yeah, because I had to go to Madison for uh, cancer test, so I thought that was a pretty good, go pretty good excuse. I had to go to Madison this week. Yeah. So why did you go to Madison, D. Shetler, D. Shet? Job interview. <laughs> oh, are you gonna leave the? You gonna leave this lucrative podcast that we make so much money from? Yeah, but now we've become rich and famous. Really? That's nice. I wonder how many other candidates boast a podcast. I mean, I was, I 
Definitely not Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I was Jeff Sizer's right-hand guy, so... Yeah. But hopefully you weren't literally his right hand. <laughs> You're gross. You're gross. Hopefully he used his own right hand. Um, when were you, <laughs> when were you when were you his right hand man? And Jeff Sizer was a longtime sports editor of. But people in Kenosha don't know Jefferson County. So what is the Daily Union? Our audience is Keno- is southeastern Wisconsin right now. Legend. Sun Prairie, Waterloo, Marshall, Deerfield, the last couple years. Um, he may not be the gold like Mike Ramchuk, but he's a legend. Well, I mean, <laughs> Jeff Sizer's in the Hall of Fame. Coaching Hall of Fame, yeah. right? Football Coaches Association. Oh, I didn't ever know him as a coach. Bob Rezowitz nominated him. That's the story. Nice. You and I should coach a team, let's be honest. Um, uh, well, that's cool. So you're going to try to be a sports editor? Again. Daniel's best, most recent writing was probably the Quinn Miner story, I would say. Uh-huh. And you and your Jake Kumro story was pretty good. My ice castles coverage. Your ice castles coverage was, was on point, was fire. Opposite Great ice. photos. No. <laughs> it was the opposite of ice. It was anti ice. <laughs> But yeah, man, Tucker, Hogg, and it's not Hogg, it's Hogue. Tucker, Hogue, and Johnson. UW Madison. Mike Ramchek, D Shot, Whitewater. Ricky B, Rick Braun, Whitewater. Okay, Gary um, D'Amato, I think, Whitewater. Gary D'Amato, Whitewater. I throw her name out. Andy Bailing, Whitewater. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She's the Sorry. Uh, editor of the Madison Magazine. Oh, there's a Madison Magazine? Kind of like Milwaukee Madison. Magazine? Nice. She went to Whitewater? She was uh, editor-in-chief, managing editor of the World Purple. When you were there? Yeah, my age. So maybe she could hire us at this magazine. I told you to apply for her. I've always wanted to work for a magazine. You had an open position a while ago. I just wanted to send you the link. Dude. Well, you know, I'm married, and I live in Burlington. I'm all messed up. Um, Dude. Yeah. Milwaukee Magazine would be the job, bro. Sports Illustrated was my dream my whole life. And Rolling Stone would be amazing. Madison, or Sports Illustrated, which, what was your favorite Sports Illustrated magazine? <laughs> the Sports Illustrated magazine. Not oh, sorry, for kids. Not, not, oh, the, the, you mean the Yeah, the one, yeah. Swimsuit? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite, <laughs> yeah. I definitely went on a string there of buying the Sports Illustrated swimsuit uh, copy. I definitely got. I got all the Kate Uptons, no doubt. She was my favorite. Tyra Banks is up there. Who who you got? Who's who's the best SI swimsuit model? Let's do an impromptu top five swimsuit models from yeah, Sports Illustrated. Not, Kathy not. Ireland, Cindy Crawford. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> You gotta stop hating on people, man. Um, <laughs> who else? I got Kate up to number one though. Tyra Banks, I liked as well. They gotta. Who? I think like Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra, Pamela Anderson. 
they should have got consideration. Rest in peace to them not being on Sports Illustrated. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, let's uh, let's let's finish the draft talk here. So, how about the Vikings and Lions? How did how did they do? Did they get better? Did the Packers ever worry about them? Like like that guy around. What position? Why? Because they're so scandalous. <laughs> so are you impressed at all? Legal filming of the 2019 game between the Bengals and and Browns. And first of all, nice. Let's just let's get that out of the way quick. Who the heck decides to go to either Cleveland or Cincinnati and film in the first place? Garbage those years. Yeah, just some loser. Named D shot. <laughs> um, so you, the only story here is Justin Fields. There's no other. The, the Vikings story. Who, what quarterback did they get? Lions got that Sewell guy. Who's that Sewell? Sewell. How about what quarterback got picked by the Vikings? It was, wasn't it like second round? Maybe. <laughs> I think it was second round Vikings, so maybe they are getting done with Kirk. What school? Texas A&M. Kelly Mond. Kelly Mond. <laughs> From where uh, Mr. Bust went? Or no. Mr. Greatest quarterback in the world is didn't Patrick Mahomes or was he in? Patrick Mahomes. Texas Tech was Patrick Mahomes. Texas A and M was Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Manziel. So it's A and M. Look up his stats. Is he any good? Because if I wonder how many years Cousins has left, because he sucks. You know. Get some light in here, man. Ugh. Your little ghetto backyard with the fence. Beware dogs. Don't jump in my yard. All right, Daniel. Anyways. We're just spending too much time not talking. So, non-story there. You think he's going to be Kirk Cousins' backup? Probably. Eventually take over. Well, Texas A&M, I mean, come on. Southeastern Conference, that's pretty good. Okay, so he had 9,661 yards passing in his career, 71 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. Wow. 
okay, maybe he's good. Cousin sucks. So, yeah, man. Biggest story is uh, Justin Fields, I think, in the NFC North from the draft. However, the elephant in the room is Aaron Charles Rodgers and Adam Schefter saying on – well, and Bill Michaels. Shout out Bill Michaels. Hopefully we get him on the podcast soon. Um, The day of the draft was like noon or something or like two. I heard that Bill Michaels talked about it on his show. That's like 10 to 2. The miracle. I'd say best three calls. The Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs um, touchdown is probably one of his best calls. The Brett Favre interception. The commentator on that on that call committed the cardinal sin and jumped on it and kind of ruined that call. But um. Oh, he did. A little bit here. Okay. Um, but then there's. The what about Paul Allen? Did he say it? Yeah, that's. I don't know how I felt. You could that. have kicked a 56-yard field goal. <laughs> this isn't Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's Zach funny. Burns. That's funny. Um, what about him? He broke the story, I, you I, think? I'm going to say what my third one is. The third one is right. the Nathan Poole touchdown. <laughs> it was Josh McCown and Nathan Poole in the back of the end zone for um, – Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. 1918. Yeah, I remember that. But what does it have to do with Aaron Rodgers the bro- breaking this? Kind of the one that report broke the whole thing about the 49ers. What Thursday morning? So apparently the Niners proposed a trade when the the night before the draft, Wednesday night. Yeah. And Wisconsin Sports Radio started talking about it Thursday morning. Yeah. And then it was like an Adam Schefter thing. Right, based on an Adam Schefter tweet, and had no sources. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just. It's kind of just like rabble rousing. Well, sources can be protected, I guess. Let's let's listen to. We don't have permission for this. We don't. We can't play this clip. How would we get in trouble? Okay, so basically Dan Patrick on his show today. He interviewed Adam Schefter and is trying to get to the bottom of this Rogers stuff because it's been a week now where the allegations are that Rogers doesn't want to come back to Green Bay. And it was pretty cool because Dan Patrick was just kind of like, hey, so did you get a text that day or, you know, did the Rogers camp text you the day of the draft? And he flat out admitted that no. No, he didn't have. He just heard it rumbling. Yeah, he didn't have a source. He just thought it sounded like he didn't want to come back based on his press conference after the NFC Championship game loss. And Dan Patrick was just like, okay. So basically you just decided to break this news on, on draft day. And he's like, yep, that's 100% accurate. Like, like, he knew it would be clickbait. Like, he knew it would be a, a, the biggest story on the day of the draft. Because then it would start the speculation of, oh, is there going to be a trade, blah, blah, blah. That's like the wrong approach as a journalist. You don't do it for clickbait. Well, and, I mean, 
It doesn't seem like Shafter usually. I mean, it seems like he's always right too. Yep. So he's just saying it's an accumulation. It's like. Yeah, but how could it piss anybody off that much? <laughs> it pissed you off because you love Kumaro, but... I mean, you gotta... I think you also have to look at... Uh, that was definitely one of the things. You also had what? You had... They didn't bring back Jordy Nelson. And I think they wanted him for one more year. And definitely, like, Randall Cobb, you could have brought back one more year. It's, it's Randall Cobb again. I'm going to cry. Is that a Bears announcer? That's the, uh, the, this dude, this little kid, I don't know if he was a little kid, or this kid was streaming, doing a stream in the Packers-Bears game when Robert yeah. got hurt and then came back in, and then it's just his reaction <laughs> to that touchdown. So was, was Jordy 2018? Maybe his last year. So let's say you had Jordy Nelson... I think Rodgers came out in the press saying that I'd love to bring him back. You don't bring him back in, like, 18. 19, he said how much he cares about Randall Cobb. You don't bring him back. And then Rodgers happens to have these two bad years. He, I mean, they weren't terrible years. But his, I mean, his rating was, like, in the 90s, wasn't it? Like, in 19 and 18? Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even make the playoffs either year, so... Okay, you're 37 years old. You're deteriorating. I'm a general man. I'm a new general manager, Gutenkus. I have to look out to the future of you potentially leaving someday. And they decide to trap Jordan Love, but it was. So then again, you're saying, oh, they're jumping into these right. about him deteriorating. Yeah. Pat Favre yeah. Had like one of his best years in his career when he was 40. It's true. So and and Rogers just clearly isn't deteriorating, but I think. And then he all, they also didn't tell him about Jordan Love at all. That's why you're seeing. The, so I think that was the that's final. Why you're, you're seeing in all these draft picks with like you know the Vikings drafting a quarterback and some of these other teams drafting a quarterback like the 49ers. Right. That these teams are like saying, calling their starting quarterback and saying. Oh, they hey, have been calling them. Okay. So what is Rod- so clearly Rodgers? I mean, he said something last year around the draft time about the writings on the wall, right? Yeah. The writings on the wall, like he so knew he like, was out eventually. What was the alcohol that he had two hits of? <laughs> was it tequila? Jack. Something. I don't remember. Is that what he said? Oh, on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. So okay, clearly he was. I mean, I would be pissed off. Wouldn't you be pissed off? Because you had like four years left on your deal. But how does he respond? He goes out and has his best year of his career. You know, so clearly he internalized it. And then as a great athlete, you take it out on the field and have one of their best years of your career. And then you get how close to the Super Bowl? I mean, we were a drive away from going to the Super Bowl. And then, yeah, you. I think he was a little upset with LaFleur deciding to kick a field goal. 
on that last drive, remember? But I thought it was a fine decision. What do you think, Daniel? Okay, it is tequila. Started crushing tequila. <laughs> I had to look that up. I had to look that up, people. What was the, the drink that he had after that pick? But you know what I mean? So he has this great year. He has a great Jeopardy You almost showing. go to the Super Bowl. He has What's a that? Great Jeopardy showing. Great Jeopardy showing. You get rid of Danica. Now you're with Hottie Young, Shailene Woodley. Uh, teen, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Secret Life of the American Teenager, the Preggie. <laughs> one of the Preggies, one of the Preggies. There was also the Adrian, think, well, also the Adrian girl on that show that got pregnant and had the, like, the kid. Uh, uh, nice. It's a nice, she obscure reference. But yeah, she's most she's most famous for. I'd say she's most famous for that show. No, that movie, that movie, the movie series, Divergent, Divergent. To everyone, to Divergent. To you, maybe, but that was her first kind of big. Okay. Well, you're big. You sound like a big fan. Was like being the preggy on. I've never seen that. So okay. So, what was the show? The like. Werewolves and what was that one with uh? You're saying Robert with Taylor Lautner and yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, Twilight. There was Twilight, and then I feel like Divergent was kind of a spinoff movie series of Twilight, and then Shailene Woodley was the big star of that, and then she was in The Fault of Our Stars, which is like I a big teeny bot movie. There were some pretty good looking hotties on the Secret Life of the American. So she's a she's a pretty big movie star and she's younger i i did think it was weird that because danica was way older than aaron so maybe he's just like so maybe yeah oh yeah she's she was she was she was a good looking gal so clearly he's probably you know right he's controlling shailene woodley right because he's probably 10 years older Okay, but think about it now. So you're with an older girl, Danica. She's very type A personality, racing. I'm sure she, she, you couldn't like boss her around, right? Because she was probably really rich and didn't need him. But I mean, maybe Shailene doesn't need Aaron, but he's older. You're a little more of a father figure. (laughs) You're more of a father figure. And she, yeah, she caters to his weirdness, right? Like his non-sports like genius of like hang out I'm going to see the Dalai Lama I'm on Jeopardy you know what do you think D-Shot like he's got this nerdy there's nerdiness to him where he's really smart maybe he wants to leave the Packers maybe he wants to leave football if um he wants to leave football if Jeopardy calls right but you could do that when in like 10 years you can do that when you're older you know Exactly. Or just do a few shows here and there. Who cares? Via Zoom. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter, though. I mean, was he even that good? I didn't watch it. Jeopardy? I mean, how can you not be good at that? You know what I mean? Um, let's talk about the other news out of this. The Jerry Krause thing. Yeah. There was text, I guess, alleged text. Between Rogers and teammates, that he was calling on Jerry Krause. I don't know if 
I'm, I'm not a, I, I don't know if I really paid, probably can say that's kind of something that was, that made sense. Um. Rodgers ain't, I mean, Brady's the go. Rodgers ain't the go. Brady's no. the go. Brady no. has all those titles. So I think Rodgers might be more talented than Brady, but yeah, he's not the GOAT. But, um, yeah, well, you know the Krause reference, right? Did you watch Last Dance? Basically, the last year that the Bulls were together when they won the sixth title, yeah, before the season, Jerry Krause, the GM, said, we could go something like, we could go, even if we go 82-0 and this year and win the title, you're all gone. You're all gone next year. I'm Like, I'm getting rid of you next year. I'm... I'm Starting over and building for the future next year. <laughs> like, meaning he wasn't going to pay Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Kukoc because I think a couple contracts were up. Yeah, Tony Kukoc went for the Bucks. So they hated him. Get it? So, like, why why would you like a GM that said that to you? Because you could, they could have kept winning. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Phil Jackson goes to the Lakers. Yeah, Jordan was only. Went to the Jordan was only 35. They could have won. One or two more. They could have won five in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unlikely, I guess. But, I mean, the Spurs might have beat them. With yeah, young Tim Duncan NBA, and David Robinson. NBA Finals where it was uh, Michael Jordan's Bulls versus Kobe's Lakers. Ooh, yeah. Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq. But they wouldn't have Phil Jackson, though. Maybe he would have been to the Lakers by then. Yeah. So, basically, yeah, so... So they're saying Rodgers made this comment, this Jerry Krause comment. He's texting it to teammates, right? Right. But I, I saw a good point today on like ESPN or something. They're like, you're not Michael Jordan, though. You're Aaron Rodgers. You're not Michael Jordan. He was 6'6". He's six. He's six. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 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 Probably not, not, but I think Favre had the same problem, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I what did Favre get in his whole career? He got, he got Reggie White. White. And who else? Charles Johnson for one year. Two years. Two years. Anybody else? I mean, Donald Driver was drafted. Right. Robert Brooks was drafted. Darren Sharp for the rapist was drafted. Jesus. Packers, yeah, they're just a good organization that drafts well and builds through the draft. So they're just never going to bring in I mean, a Randy Moss. Probably had more better yeah, he wanted Randy Moss. I mean, Clark had Driver. He had Javon Walker. He had Corey Bradley. Javon Walker was a first-round pick. Antonio Freeman. Bill Schrader. Antonio Freeman was great. Um, Greg Jennings. James Jones. Yep, Robert Brooks. He's going on and on. Bubba Franks. Uh, Mark Chimura, Keith Jackson. They brought in Keith Leslie Jackson Walls. as a free agent. Lovely Walls, David Martin. Uh, you know but, I'm going to school you if we keep on naming these. Well, a big story was in 07, remember how Moss went to the Patriots? Far, Favre was... Rogers to the Raiders. No, hold on. Favre was vocal. Oh, was it? That was the rumor. Favre was pretty vocal about he wanted... He wanted to bring in Randy Moss, but that was the only time I remember him ever complaining about help. Yeah. Don't you? Probably. Maybe Rogers is just whinier you than Favre. Give him 
him some power and greet or kind of give him some like um kind of like Tom Brady and Tampa right now where it's like Tom Brady pretty much gets his guys. Yeah, Rodgers should Gronk have that power. Gets, gets Gronk, gets Antonio Brown. He definitely should have that power. But see Brady and that's another point. Brady is the with GOAT the Packers, though. With the Packers, Brady's the GOAT. No, no, unfortunately. I think Gutenkunst is trying to... Well, let's, let's, he's trying to make his name a little bit, you know? Let's kind of skip this. We've talked enough about the NFL. No, we got to talk... We're still talking about Rodgers. we got to talk about um, the big day that the draft was for UW-Whitewater. No, we got to talk about Rodgers more. <laughs> I still want to talk about the two things on Friday. No, so hold on, so... Um. So Rodgers, yeah, I don't think they've gotten him a lot of help. But Aaron Jones is re-signing. Yeah. Devontae Adams signed long term. You know, yeah, sign. You don't have any of these receivers signed past next year. I mean, Tunyon has kind of worked out. Yeah. But yeah, these receivers are not. They're not like Brady's receivers. They're not signed past next year. But I but I think Brady is. Rodgers what he wants, and then next year just say, we're going to go and we're going to sign whoever's on the market. Yeah. But see, Brady was in a much dire, more dire situation because it was kind of like he was only going to go where people were going to make him happy. You know, like I'm sure Tampa was like, yeah, we'll get all these people that you want, and then you come to us. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have come there because yeah. everybody thinks he's like, Inches away from retiring because he's so old. See, Rodgers is not at that point yet. So I think Rodgers, I mean, look at what Rodgers did last year. They had the number one offense. I think he can win it with this roster. You just have to stay the course and, I don't know, maybe they maybe fire Goody and, and hire Brett Favre as the GM. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I don't know if Brett Favre would or the, and then, like, people were talking on the radio about Russ Ball. Like, what does Russ Ball do? There's Russ Ball, Gutekunz, Murphy. Murphy seems like an idiot because he cares about just money and, like, the sledding hill. The whole problem <laughs> about this, Packers don't have an owner. You need an owner, yeah. You need, like, a Jerry Jones to you come in. and shareholders and stockholders. Yeah. Well, enough some, some fat guy in... Uh, some fat guy in Pecatonica thinks he's a, he owns the team because he has a sheet of paper. Yeah. Billy. Well, <laughs> Billy badass. This for a little bit. Um, Friday was a, a special day for UW-Whitewater. Um, it was? It was in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the morning, it was announced on Friday that Lance Leifold was leaving for um, Kansas. Kansas. Um, Another thing about that, it was my Lance Lightfold podcast went from 166 views to on YouTube to 609 in a matter of a week. You should get an update on how much it's at right now. It's at 609. Come on, man. It should be over 1,000. Jesus. But um, Well, share it. Share it more. Lightfold got 
got the job at Kansas, leaving Buffalo. Um, so D shot in his D shot in his UW Whitewater crony, um, groupie, genius wisdom because he's a he's he was D shot to everyone at Whitewater for what five years, seven years because he Lance lived in Whitewater. So you must have. So D shot met Lance there, and they're on a text basis. So it was our second podcast or first third and lance went pretty well and then a kansas so right before kansas got him a kansas website picked up the podcast what's it called the kansas reporter i think his name is shane jackson yeah and he did a really nice blog on candidates for the kansas job and didn't he kind of predict that it was going to be leipold basically i don't know if it was that i mean i wasn't like the day after he got hired I heard from um, somebody from Andy Trado that that Lance was finalist for for that job. And who's Andy Trado? Um, he was at WSLD. He's a Whitewater alum. Always remember, people don't know these um, names. But anyways, uh, then I was looking on Twitter and I saw, oh, there's this thing, this guy talking about Lance's philosophies and stuff on. Bringing up that um, some podcasts, and I go to this link and I find out it was my podcast. Nice. Um, and that was all you. You texted him, and he was like, "What's up, friend? I have your number." I tweeted, I tweeted <laughs> the guy back. And I was like, that was all D shot. This is awesome that you used this. Um, anyways, Lance, um, Kansas. Um, I told I when um, told this this guy. Um, He's a sports reporter for KU Sports and High School Sports Editor for the Lawrence, um, I guess, whatever the paper there. Um, the Lawrence Land. Journey World. Journal. Journal, <laughs> journal Press Gazette. Journal, journal World. The Journal World. That's awesome. I guess. Um, and I told them straight up. Um, oh, you messaged the guy? I messaged. Guy and said thank you I said, I said for sharing our podcast. There's Culver's in Kansas. Yeah. Nice. So Lance. So he's gonna go there. Lance can get his uh, butter burger, cheese curds, and concrete Where is he from, by the way? Lance Jefferson. Oh wow. So did he grow up with Sizer and Stouty and Tom Krause and, and all those guys? Brezowitz. So. Wow. So he went to Jefferson High School. Yeah. How old is he? Is he older than Sizer? Oh, he's probably older. But, I bet uh, he knows all those guys. I messaged this Shane Jackson guy right for his job, and I said, I would not be surprised... Lance went and got brought his basically his posse. His staff. Uh, Brian Borland, I mean Brian Borland, Andy guys from Um, 
So basically, Lance is going to be your like, is going to be your like, rock. Well, that's not that big of a deal. It's not a big deal. Well, that's what most coaches do. John Meach, who is the former Stevens Point coach, briefly stayed on before leaving. So really a lot of the, when Lance took the Buffalo job, that whole coaching staff was pretty much gutted. Um, and I felt like that was going to happen at, with Buffalo with, uh, once Lance took that job. But what were your thoughts about Apple going to Kansas? Do you think it'll be good? Well, I just wonder if Lance is your LeBron and your Brian Windhorst. Because Brian Windhorst covered LeBron at the Cleveland Plain Dealer. In high school, and then he covered the Cavs forever before going to ESPN. Now he covers them for ESPN. Who's the Who's the um, <laughs> Wisconsin alum that's also an ESPN guy? Wisconsin alum. Oh, John Anderson. I think John Anderson from Sports Center. I don't know if he's. I think he's from Wisconsin. Adrian. No way. You should look it up. Well, Jen Latta was on TMJ Four. You know Jen Latta? Yeah, smoke show. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> smoke show? What does that mean? I don't know. She's kind of cute. Oh, yeah, she's smoking hot, actually. Katie George is still my... I like her. <laughs> and shout out to Zora Stevenson, new Bucks reporter. No, he's not. No, but I think John Anderson is from Wisconsin. Who's the... Uh... The Sports Center guy. Nobody. NBA reporter. Nobody, man. Graduated. Nobody. From <laughs> Rachel Nichols went to Northwestern. Well, let's just talk more about Jen Latta and how Anyways, attractive she is. Um, yeah, so Lance. Uh, how do you think he does? Or do I don't know. Kansas is really bad. You think he goes like? I mean, have they ever been good? Five? Have they ever been good, Kansas? Like ever? Um, I don't think they have. I know they like. I want to say they played in a New Year's Day bowl. What? Maybe like six or seven years ago, did they play like at a New Year's Day ball? One year they were like undefeated or something. The last good coach was um, Mark Mangino. Yeah, I remember that. He went fifty and forty-eight. What was their last good year? And he went like three and one in bowls. What was their last good year? Do you know? Well, since then it's been Turner Doe who. Charlie Weiss. Wow. Clint Bowen, David Beattie, Les Miles. But I mean, when was, oh wow, Les, so, Les Miles was their last coach. Went, so yeah, Turner Girl went 5 and 19, Charlie Weiss went 5 and 22. Right, but I'm saying, when was their last good year? 
Probably under this Mark Mangino guy. I want to say like 10 years ago they... 2002 to 2009. Yeah, I, th- I would think in that time they were like 13-0 and 0 once. Or something like that. 11-1. 2007 or 12-1. Yeah, yeah. Did they do anything in a bowl game or no? Really? Wow. Who's on? I wonder who was on that team. I want to say... I feel like their quarterback was really good. Like he definitely made the pros. Senior quarterback was Brian McAnderson. Uh, starting quarterback was Todd Reesing. And sophomore, <laughs> Kerry, Kerry Meyer as a backup for the wide receiver. No idea. And they're, are they the Big 12 still? Okay, so Big 12. So, obviously, you got, what, Oklahoma is always going to be good. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's going to be good. Texas is usually, should be good. Maybe you could at least beat Kansas State. Maybe they could beat uh, <laughs> Iowa State is never that good. Maybe maybe four wins, three wins. Where you like well, how bad, was, how bad was Buffalo when he took over there? Uh, bottom of the conference. And was Whitewater bad when he took over? Probably not. No, because he took over right after Bob Brezowitz. So he took him to another level at Whitewater. Yeah, I mean, I just I have no idea. How can you recruit though at Kansas? I mean, it's a basketball basketball school. Maybe you should take some tips from uh, Nate Oates. It's a basketball school. Because uh, Nate Oates is kind of has the similar challenge being the basketball coach at Alabama. Yeah, well, not, not really. You could get every good player from Alabama. Yeah, maybe. But what I'm saying is, you got to imagine good players at Kansas w- wouldn't want to go to Kansas. Still, you still say he can, re- can recruit the Midwest too. Yeah, well, you can recruit Wisconsin. Yeah. But then you're stealing people from Wisconsin Badgers, and I don't like that. Or to you. <laughs> Yeah, get some whitewater guys. Yeah, um, get uh. Well, you got to imagine because can't. Think it was a good hire. Oh yeah, of course. But I think ESPN just gave it an A minus. Oh, that's good. I think Kansas borders. It's got to border Texas. So what I'm saying is, all the best players are in Texas, probably Oklahoma. Probably, yeah, do you know, get some guys that are in in your conference a little bit. And just think about it. Yeah. Kind of Yeah, you'd have to. That'd have to be your priority. But yeah. they're currently going to go to want to go to Texas. Where else? Maybe Missouri. Missouri, Mississippi. Mississippi. Illinois. Else? Maybe Illinois. Yeah. Iowa. No, not Illinois. Not Illinois. Nebraska. Iowa. Iowa's a big one. Nebraska. Nebraska. Eh. Colorado. No. Who else is good down there? Tennessee. Tennessee, maybe. Kentucky. Uh, I think you could get you could get some like probably three and four star guys from Kansas. You'd have to imagine five star guys are going to go to the top programs. Yeah. Do you think? Um, but what about yeah guys that guys that maybe Whitewater wants and you steal them <laughs> like Burlington think, uh, Demons. Do you think? Um, <laughs> how much do you think it's a benefit that you know anywhere that Lance pretty much goes, he has kind of coaching staff that he wants to burn a lot. He doesn't go and get maybe... I 
feel like everybody does that. Some other NFL coordinator or some like oh, yeah. coordinator from Alabama. Well, doesn't everybody do that? I don't know if everybody does that. I mean, most because you're the head coach, you can hire your staff. I know that, but like who, uh, like he kind of sure has these guys that he at Whitewater. And yeah, that's pretty to take cool. His philosophy from Whitewater to yeah, I like that. Buffalo and now Kansas. Uh, how much do you think that helps with kind of the um, making it easier in terms of the transition and maybe make it maybe, maybe kind of give that success a little bit earlier than maybe some people think? Yeah, I think you can. Chemistry is obviously probably bigger than bringing in outsiders, and then every position group can work on the same things because all of his buddies are teaching the same things every day in practice. But you can't just, I mean, you can't just show up in Kansas and like hope for the best that you're going to be Texas or Oklahoma and all those things. So I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. You know, you can't. I don't know if you have to get to try. I can't change what you like. Maybe like you're trying to make a whole game. I don't know. I don't know as much about it as you do. Job, this time around is a lot better than how he was able to accept the Buffalo job because when he accepted the Buffalo job, it was just like he didn't have a chance to kind of tell his players and social media kind of got ahead, ahead of him. He was able to kind of leave, leave Buffalo and be able to kind of kind of not Sure. <laughs> so you're saying he told his players this time? Well, I mean, see, I don't know him as well easier, as you know him. Easier, kind of, that he could not have it get out there right away. Be able to turn on. I don't know. I'd have to. Yeah. So like, it didn't leak, yeah, basically. It didn't leak. And then it's not like rude to your players. Yeah. Even though there's been there's been a couple players that have entered the transfer portal at Buffalo since Lance got left since Lance left Buffalo. And you said Illinois was also hiring? Yeah, Illinois was Did they hire or no? They hired Bielema. Ugh, Brett Bielema? Yeah. Why? Tennessee was the other job, but that was Danny Danny White's the AD at Tennessee. Do you know if Yeah, do you know if Leipold interviewed for you of those jobs? I heard a report he interviewed at Illinois. Really? That's big time. Yeah. That's better than Tennessee. Yeah. But you said the Tennessee guy knows him and didn't hire him? Danny White was the athletic director that hired him at Buffalo. But not the former Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Danny White? Okay. Um, I have a question for you. Clearly, Lance is – I mean, what is – he was, what, 106? 109 and 6. At Whitewater. What do you think his career record is? Probably pretty good. 146 wins. And like maybe the, the tw- maybe thirty stat, lo- maybe thirty losses. The crazy stat, and I'm gonna have you respond to this. Lance Leipold win total one forty six. Oh yeah, Nick Saban. Nick Saban one fifty three. Both both in terms of wins since two thousand seven. I'm saying because obviously Nick Saban is gonna have more wins than Lance. Since You'd think Nick would have more than like two hundred, but okay. But um, I'm saying just since two thousand seven. Okay, so they have the same number. Of Fifteen years, fourteen they, years. They have the same number of national titles. Six. Six. Wow. 
but since but Saban did it with Alabama. two teams, right? Mainly with LSU and this Alabama. is mainly with Alabama. Yeah, but you won a title with Matt Flynn. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Flynn, don't sleep on Matt Flynn. Six touchdowns in a game. Um, that's pretty impressive. But what I'm and I clearly he's on this trajectory of like I don't think he goes to NFL. greatness. No, no, stop. Yes. What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take for him to go to the NFL? I don't know if he does. I mean, if he turned Kansas into like a winner, he's fifty-six. That's young. Fifty-six, fifty-eight. That's super young. Come on, Dom Capers was like seventy-five. I mean, I don't, that's I super young. It. Come on, why, nobody would turn down the NFL. I'm saying, what what would get him there? I think he could go there now. Maybe some but. national titles on the Division One side get him there, but I, how no, many, that's how that's unrealistic. How many coaches have we actually seen? Look at Bielema. He got there. And he sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's not good. Charlie Weiss. Success as a head coach in the in, they've gone from college to the NFL. Not Nick Saban. Not that many. Not Nick Saban. Actually, Nick Saban might have been had a winning record. Dolphins, but I don't know. I, don't, I think I think he would have to. I think you'd have to turn you'd have to turn Kansas into a legit relevant college football team. Maybe no ranked top twenty five. They've probably never been ranked in ten years. Yeah, I think if you get them, if you win a couple bowl games, they're gonna start calling you. Packers, baby. No, but just think of how many bad coaches there are. Like, how many bad coaches are there in the NFL? Like, Mike McCarthy. Todd Bowles. I mean, Todd Bowles is a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. But he couldn't do Adam He Gase, couldn't be a head coach. Adam Gase is bad. Adam Gase is terrible. Matt Patricia. The guy in the Bears is bad. Matt Patricia. Patricia was bad, so now he's a de- coordinator again. Is Leipold, like, known for anything or just a head coach? Is he, like... Defensive I feel genius, like, or I feel like he wants to be as multiple as possible. Like so he can kind of do it all, basically. All Is he kind of like? Uh, I mean, in terms of, like, if you think about Whitewater, I mean, it wasn't just about Justin Bieber and what about Coppage. It was about the the Matt Blanchards, the Matt Barons, the Jeff Donovans, the Danny Jones. Oh, Arrowhead. Danny Jones was the quarterback in 07. Did you ever? Were you ever? Did you ever like get any access to Lance when he was at Whitewater? Like, I hear him, him, hear a speech or anything? Or I interviewed him for like a, a little kind of podcast thing after he won his hundredth game. Do you remember anything that anybody? My funny story. Have I ever told you this? Hold on. Do you re- do you remember anything anybody said about him? Like players, why they thought he was good or anything? Is he just like good at talking? Is he good at motivating? Uh, why are why does he do so well? Do you you know what I mean? Culture, I guess. But I think right now. Yeah, but think, what makes it a winning culture? I think right now, when you kind of look about it, Mr. Leipold. I think it's <laughs> right now going from like from the Whitewater side to Buffalo to Kansas. I think it's kind of that he was able to take what he did at Whitewater and bring it to the Division One level and show that you can win at more than just the Division Three level. Yeah. It's kind of like Bo Ryan. Same thing, really. I'll tell this funny story, because I don't know if you'll laugh about it. Um, How many Whitewater guys did he bring to Buffalo? Uh, it was Borland, Kotelnicki, Alan Henschel. Just tell me a number, because I don't know any names. Daryl Agapulso. 
five. Um, Zabrowski wasn't there until later because I think he might have been still at Minnesota. Um, it might have been just those four. You think he's going to bring him to Kansas or don't you? Know? Vega Pauls is at NIU right now. But yeah, he's bringing. He's bringing those guys to. He's bringing Bor- Borland, Kolonicki, Zabrowski, Simpson, and Ionello. Nice. Kansas. Uh, I'll tell you this Lance Leipold story because you might laugh about it. Maybe other people will laugh about it. So my senior year, my last semester, I... So what year is this? This is 2014, the okay, last year. Because you're young. Um, I was shooting footage. So what I mean by shooting footage, it was like one of those TV cameras with like an SD card in it. I was getting for What was it for? UW, 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 UW. Shout out Jimmy. Does it still exist? Somehow don't know him. <laughs> Does it Which still like so mad about? <laughs> Does it still exist? Yeah. UWW TV. So okay. I was um, for one of my yeah. stories for this class was putting a call me Jim highlight highlight package together. Um, right. Of Whitewater versus Lacrosse, and I had all my footage shot, and I had some Kumaro touchdowns, and um, wow. Well, the other funny the other funny part of it was I had a coach in a football class, and I had knew of, like stuff that I was hearing in my my tape or whatever and I asked Colton like, you know what does Alabama or whatever mean when you're make, making a call at the line he's like I can't tell you that um, so anyways I had my footage shot uh, it's the end of the game Andrew Laskus who was the sideline reporter for UWWTV um, I don't know what she's doing Andrea Sidlauskas? yeah oh my god I tried to reach out to her and get her to work for me um, so anyway, she was doing the sideline reporting for the end of the game interview with Lance Leipold. Lance comes over, and um, he says, oh, it's look, it, it's D-Shot. And I'm standing there next to a, the, the, tech, the tech for the TV station guy who's named Josh Kinney. And um, I'm just standing there watching the interview, trying to keep my composure. Because I felt like in my head I was going to freak the heck out. Because he never called a D-Shot before? Or you didn't know he knew who you were? I didn't know that he had knew my nickname. Oh, yeah, that's... Now, now I felt with Tony Romo. Romo. I think it was kind of like when um, I had two classes with this offensive coordinator. And I yeah. So how, how did you keep your cool? That's hard. That's hard. He's not as good as Tony Romo. He's not as good as Tony Romo. funny about it again? Just that he was like... <laughs> Called you D-Shot? Yeah, and then the tech guy right next to me was like, right after Lance left, he's like, Daniel, are you freaking out? And I'm like, yeah. I've proceeded <laughs> to post on Facebook, you know you're big time at, what, at your college um, when the head coach of your college football program was by your nickname. Nice. Because it was one thing if, like, Pat Miller calls me D-Shot. It's one thing if John Vodanovich, the baseball coach, calls me it or any of the other coaches. That but Leipold was the man. So then, now it's kind of like, 
uh, Kevin Bullis calls me D-Shot if it's like in a non-interview setting. Did Sam Martino call you D-Shot? I only had him for one semester. Because he's, he's, he's the biggest legend from that we both had. Um, Ram, uh, Tony Romo still calls me Rammer. That's probably bigger than Lance yeah. Leipold. <laughs> That's really cool. And then we had, yeah, it's a cool we thing. We had the athletics option that year, and Lance was like, D-Shot, are you going to cough up some money? Hey, I have a question for you. What was the controversy with Lance Leipold and the Royal Purple? I have no idea. Jerica Harvey. Jerica Harvey told me about that. Shout out Jerica. A girl that went to Whitewater, Jerica Harvey. It came to my benefit. Something about, you should look it up. Something about he didn't, he refused to speak to the, you should look it up. He refused to speak to the Royal Purple or something about, was it a sex, was it a sexual assault allegation or something? It was something bad. It might have been oh, before he was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. How do you not know about that if you're Mr. Whitewater? Um, yeah, because I asked her. Okay, so, yeah, he. Hold on, hold on, because I talked to Jerrica for the first time in a really long, like, since my benefit two years ago the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we got Lance Leipold on our podcast. She's like, oh, well, you mean the guy that didn't talk to me when I was on the Royal Purple? He wouldn't answer my phone calls? So what is that about? Um, I guess it has to do with like inappropriate. Well, I guess he had to apologize to the Royal Purple for use of inappropriate language to a reporter and banning the <laughs> newspaper from covering the team. Wow. He tried to ban the paper from covering oh, the team. It's it's about um. Was there a? There might have been somebody that wrote um, some sort of thing oh. about like, oh, um, Christopher Kuhagen. Yeah, I know that you name. That name is. It rings a bell. Wrote a story about Leipold in the campus newspaper. Um, and Leipold was anchored by by somebody who wrote, wrote about an incident involving three members of the football program. Ooh. I don't think. So it sounds like he wanted to quiet, you know, he didn't want the negative attention. His quote is, the door is shut. I cover <laughs> soccer. I have Greg Henschel's number. On, I'm sure that will be fun. <laughs> wow. Greg Henschel was a Division One men's soccer coach. <laughs> So before he became the man, he was fighting with fighting with the student newspaper. Where he witnessed on campus where three football players attempted to work out independent of their team. I guess. Oh. Well, I thought it was like something juicy. Oh. Damn. Seems like. Uh, That's not interesting. Yeah. But anyways, let's get to the other Whitewater news, too. Um, what did you think about actually Clint Miners getting drafted um, in terms of white being from Whitewater? Um, 
Oh, we're still talking about Whitewater? I think we should yeah. change subjects. <laughs> did you think he was going to get drafted sooner? Or did you kinda... Um, I think that was pretty, pretty normal, pretty, pretty expected spot, third round. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd maybe go late first or second, but it was the highest drafted Whitewater guy, right? Yeah. So he was drafted in the third, and then Stanley was what seventh. Seventh. There's wow. Some guy that was drafted 112 a long time ago, but I don't know. You don't know the name? No. Well, Bob Wickman, Whitewater. That's baseball, though. Was he drafted or no? Do you know? Bob Wickman probably. Yeah. Too. Okay. Um, Stanley scored. He like returned a kick for a touchdown, didn't he? Yeah. For the Rams. Um. I mean, I don't know any. I don't know anything about. That's the thing. I don't, I don't know anything about minors. I mean, it sounds like he's got the size, yeah. right? Six four or five. He's tall. He's like three twenty though. So the moral of the story is anybody that's what six four or taller and. 315 or more is probably going to get plenty of looks at the NFL level, even if you played Division three. Six foot three, 320 pounds. Yeah, so he's huge. And then he must have torn it up at Whitewater. And then also, um, yeah, maybe D3 is, you know, Pierre Garcon, Kumaro, Cecil Shorts. True, but I mean, like, a lot of D3 guys, not a lot of D3 guys, but, you know, Tony Romo, undrafted, was a w, Division One AA. Should have gone to Whitewater. Yeah. They that's wanted They wanted the him. Story. They wanted him. That's, that, story. that's a story. They wanted him. But the other story about, He knew he was better than that, though. The other story that's come out, and I saw this um, maybe yesterday. Um, obviously, I'm repping the shirt right now, the Belly of the Beast shirts that go to... Go towards Atlanta, you know, Shelsta, um, who's the uh, the daughter of the offensive line coach at Hart- Hartford. Because um, Miners went to Hartford, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he got back to selling these shirts again, and they have like a whatever the color of the uh, Denver Broncos now. Yeah, that's so orange and blue. Orange color one, but apparently there's I have a Denver Broncos old school shirt. There's another report out about. Had this out on his Instagram story that there's some places that are taking the design of the shirt that aren't like what he's selling his shirt through and selling the shirt. Selling oh. The shirt, like not like illegally. They're like pirating it. Yeah. That's that's one of the other thing that things that's kind of come out. I guess you can't stop people from doing that, right? I mean, unless you sue, sue or I'm sure he has a patent on something on the gut. But uh, be nice to add a non. I, I, my other thought about Quinn was I was praying that the Vikings and Lions and Bears would not draft him. Oh my! And I, yes. <laughs> and I was like, I got the Kumaro Packers jersey. Yeah, you don't want a Vikings. I got the Derek Stanley Rams. Jersey. Yeah, you can get a Broncos jersey. Yeah, so that'll be my next NFL jersey. Get, get an old school one. Like a nineties one. Like yeah. I like, I like that. that. I, I have the old school shirt. I got in Colorado. I got to get a Ryan Jones Jackers. 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 I got to get a Ryan
Can't handle it now. It won't mean anything. anything. I told him I'm going to show up with something white water, buffalo, and something Wisconsin. And he was going to hook me up with buffalo gear. Now it's probably going to be like, hook me up with some Kansas gear. But I'm proud for Quinn. Are they similar colors? The blues? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Lance goes from Warhawk to Jayhawk. A lot of blue. Yeah, a lot of blue. Or rock chalk or whatever it is. Ugh. I don't like Kansas basketball, but um, go Kansas football. Um, yeah. I'm proud, so. of him. I'm proud of Quinn. Um, it's amazing that somebody can go from kind of D three to not having a season. Well, I think it was the Senior Bowl. Bowl. Senior yeah, Bowl. it was a Senior Bowl. Pancake and Division One guys. Um, the other cool thing is uh, Ramchek. If you've seen the tape on YouTube of Quinn Miners. Canada. Um, no, but you told me about it. You know, weight, lifting weights in, in the middle of nowhere, lifting j- water jugs, using using trees to help work out. We can't keep talking about that. <laughs> we spent more time on Whitewater than Aaron Rodgers. It's a cool thing. Um, yeah, shout out Whitewater. Hashtag Warhawk fam, my alma mater. 2006 grad. Daniel Shetler, 2000. You want to hit up on some baseball or some basketball? Um, hold on, hold on. Against the Nets this week. Hold on, I was just going to have a final thought about minors. Uh, yeah, you can just have a good, was it senior bowl or yeah, what? Senior bowl. So, but he got noticed in like the practices for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can have a good senior bowl. Kumaro was in the, uh, what was the collegiate thing? Kumaro was in the NFL PA. Yeah. So you can have a good senior bowl, you can have a good bowl series, or you can have a good combine. I mean, he's lucky you know, to have a combine. I mean, he has, you know, own, he has his own combine at Whitewater. You know, and usually, usually the Division yeah. three guys end up having to participate in the pro day at Wisconsin. Oh, really? That's yeah, you can't. Happens because when Melvin Gordon was um, Commissioner Bradford, when his, he was doing his pro day, um, Comoro was there. Oh, really? Wow. But the quarterback that was thrown to both of them was Matt Barron. And he made the pros, didn't he? Or no? Uh, that year, it was Barron, Brady Grable. They were both at the Vikings rookie camp. Okay. Homer was with Cincinnati. So you think Barron got any money or no? Um, Barron had a really good, um, he was at the Green Bay Blizzard for a little bit, and then he was in Tucson... I forget what the team's called. So you think he made some money playing he was, football? He was in the indoor football league. So he made some league. money playing football. Of course, now um, the best name ever in white, whitewater football. Uh, well, best name in terms of just the name itself is cool. Um, <laughs> his famous hasty is with, uh, <laughs> the Sioux Falls Storm out of the one of those arena leagues. Nice. Now, that was announced recently. It's kind of one of the better, cool, cool names in uh, college football or Whitewater. I think I could have been a backup quarterback at Whitewater, like a second or third string. You probably would have started because you know Brad <laughs> Yeah, I might have been able to start. I would have been. I would have been class of. Uh, 04. So I've been. 
Oh, you would've, you would've 2000, done. 2001, 2002, 2003. Handed off to Beaver. Who played at that time? Oh, Justin Jacobs. 0001, 0002, 003. Anybody? Justin Jacobs. Whoever the quarterback was. I think I would have been okay. Steve Tynagan's all conference. I think he's on their wall of fame. Ryan Hoffman, too. Burlington guys. Ryan, Ryan but Ryan Hoffman, who's Adam Brandis. Ryan Hoffman was in the Burlington Baseball Hall of Fame. He pitched at Whitewater. Adam Brandis. And Steve was all conference receiver. That was Romo's receiver. Yep. Yeah, I know Adam Brandis. Yep. St. Charles kid. Like me. I think he went to Catholic Central. Who else? Uh Andy Serino, my friend, went to Whitewater. He went to Lake Geneva Badger, wide receiver. Can't really do anything. Where's Nick Webley at? Uh you know he went to St. Cloud State. And then their freaking program disbanded. So look him up. Did you know that they don't have a team anymore? They don't. St. Cloud State. In anything? They like went out of business. Yeah, they don't have a football team anymore. So yeah, look up Nick Webley. I think he transferred uh, either Duluth or Minneapolis St. Paul or maybe Mankato. Concordia. St. Paul. So Talon Hensley goes there too. He was in that same class from Burlington. Look up Webley, see if you have any stats from last year. That kid was a beast. Did you did you cover a game of his? I covered him in track. Yeah, and he went to state in, what, long jump? Jason Bowsman. Yeah, guess who pirated the story from me? Guess. Jason Art. Jason Art. <laughs> so the front page of the Standard Press last week was... Webley broke a Division three record. Or, uh, Wallace. Wallace broke she broke the D3 record. Did you see that? Yeah. So guess who wrote the story? You. Jason Arndt. And Mr. Wallace, like, personally came up to me and asked me to do the story. But Jason doesn't cover sports, and he decided to do it and not tell anybody. Uh-huh. It's classic Arndt, right? It's another Whitewater grad. We don't, we try not to claim him, though. Jason Arndt. Right, D-Shot? Mm. Tim Wester, another Whitewater grand. Shout out. Tim and Jason were on the Royal Purple together. I think Tim was Jason's sports editor. Ugh. Could be worse. <laughs> Could be on the regional news. Yeah. <laughs> the snooze. The rag. People used to call it the rag. Right. Standard press is a standard mess. Because oh. people just hated the paper and called it the rag. Regional news, rag. Um, any Bucks or Brewers talk you want to get into? Bucks had some good wins against the uh, the Nets this week. Yeah, last night two in a row. Out, last night it came to down to a wire because some dude I watched the end like of it. A, near half court shot right at the end of the game that <laughs> yeah got in. Some like European guy. Yeah. The they won by one. It's funny the other night you watched the Patriots and the Nets games and hear the name Mike James. Yeah, who is that guy? Some kid, some basketball player from Russia, but I'm automatically thinking of the whatever when I was in eighth grade and the people would be constantly burning. You know, oh, my name's Mike James, like a rapper. Or I don't know. Oh, you mean Mike Jones? Something like that. Oh. There was a good Mike James like 15 years ago in the NBA. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Chris Middleton was out last night. They still have a shot for the number one seed. 
Yeah, but I don't think they will because now they're what, forty three and twenty four. Do you know what their record is right now? There's only like five games left, or six. Yeah, I think the Bucks are. Uh, just think they have really good. Six more games. Yeah, I think they have. They're not going to get the one, but I think they have really good chemistry, and I just think the Nets. I just don't think. All right. Let me talk about this. Uh, the Nets do not have the chemistry. Harden is out now for like twenty games. They've they've barely played together. Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. They don't have a big guy that can cover Giannis. That can stop Giannis. That can stop Brooke Lopez. Even though Brooke Lopez isn't that great, but uh, I just think Giannis is going to have a field day inside. The Bucks have good enough defense with Holiday, Giannis, uh, P.J. Tucker, I think, to at least contain those guys. I mean, I know, it's like three of the, one of the best big threes ever. But they just they just don't have any size. They don't have a ton of depth. And I just think the Bucks would beat the Nets. And I think they would beat the Sixers. I think the Bucks have a really, really good chance of going to the you-know-where final against Hopefully my my Lakers are my LeBron, but I don't know. They're not looking good. good. Um, I think I the think Bucks have, have a really, really good chance against the final. What do you think? I know. I don't think Sixers, Sixers are next. I think they can beat Sixers. I think they can beat both teams. I mean, the Sixers are good, but. Yeah. I just think. You just, yeah. You just don't want the Bucks to kind of run run into the wall. Yeah. Don't play the Heat again. <laughs> don't run into the Heat again. Um, they're not even gonna make the playoffs. Well, I know that, but um, yeah, Bucks. Uh, dude, Giannis is just amazing. Did you watch that first game? That Sunday game against the Nets. I probably was working. He scored like forty nine. And had eight rebounds. So they they put Blake Griffin on him one on one. No, the first game that didn't come down to a three pointer. They beat him pretty good, I think. But yeah, they tried to play Blake Griffin on him. The second one did. Not the first one. Wait, yeah, maybe you're right. Anyways, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin couldn't guard him. DeAndre Jordan couldn't guard him. You know Durant's not going to guard him. Harden obviously can't guard him. Kyrie can't guard him. I think he's just going to go off. Chris Middleton was amazing, like creating his own shot. And then Holiday is just, I mean, great at penetrating. And, like, yeah, he, he's a good penetrator. <laughs> we'll call him the penetrator. Um, Double penetrator. I don't know, man. I What do you <laughs> – wow. What do you think of these uh, – there's a story that came out. That Bud's maybe on the hot seat if they don't get to the finals. He might be gone. I don't know if he'd be gone. I mean, last year they had a really bad playoff performance. You know, but he beat him in five games. Who would you? Right, 76ers, Nets, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, Celtics, Heat. I love Knicks. the Knicks. Gotta love the Knicks. Um, do we have this play, play in tournament this year? 
Yeah. Seven to ten. Yeah, <laughs> the guy should get fired. <laughs> he pulled an Aaron Rodgers, and saying Gutekunst should get fired. He pulled the knee and said, "Fire all the regional <laughs> staff." <laughs> It's like, hey, Daniel, hey, Daniel, uh, what'd you think of that game this weekend? And then you be Scott. What would Scott say? Hey, what'd you, did you watch that Bucks game last night, Scott? And then you be Scott. What sports? No, I don't care. <laughs> sports is not for the workplace. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, don't remind me of my, time, right? my competitor now, Scott Williams, my Burlington reporter what I'll talk to you off, cam- off. off camera okay um so yeah bucks I think they're in good shape definitely will win the three six matchup let's just say they'll win the three six matchup who would that be against Celtics. Ooh, scary though um I think you'd win that in six maybe because remember, you get to play back at the Pfizer again, unlike last year. Um, they play good at the Pfizer. Yeah, we got to go. Let's go. Let's go to, like, one of these games and pay $75 for a ticket. It's horrible. You can't even go to a game anymore. You can't even go to a brewery game anymore. They're, like, expensive tickets. It's annoying. Um, go to a Badgers game at some Hell no. Um, what else? Hey, imagine if I got that job. I, I have to. I have to. You'd have to go to some Wisconsin Badgers games. Well, I'm saying I'm gonna ha- if I take the, that job, I'm gonna have to write a column at some point if like some Prairie football goes to like state or some team goes to state for football, and I'm gonna be like, my column, column maybe just a regular story. Be like, You've never written a column. It has never been the Camp Randall. <laughs> yeah, this reverse never been to the Pfizer Forum. Have you ever written a column? I, my only column for uh, the Royal Purple is the Lance Leipold. Um, who was going to replace him? So that's the only one you wrote in your whole life? You didn't write. You probably didn't write one for Paul Meyer or SLN. No. Did you? You should. Yeah, you should. You should write a like Whitewater, like shout out to Whitewater for like their wheat for their Leipold and Miners thing, and then talk about like the history of Whitewater and like. Why is D three guys doing so good now and mm-hmm. that kind of see? I would I would hire you to write that. Um, but no, so hold on. So Bucks beat the Celtics, and then you got the two seed, which is probably gonna be the Nets. I mean, you could lose that series, but I think you win that in seven. Six. But you're gonna be but you're gonna be in the road. Give me Bucks in six. <laughs> Shut up. You're gonna be on the road though. Brooklyn. Brooklyn will be the home team. I'll give it, I'll give it Bucks and seven. And then you got to beat the Sixers on the road. Yeah. Andrew Bogut. Then you got to beat the Sixers on the road. Hey, Sixers on the road. Yeah, Amari Stoudemire. Ruining his career. Yeah. So what do you think? Sixers on the road, even if they had Embiid and Simmons, though. Stop. What? See, you like to talk, go on and on about Whitewater, yeah. which nobody cares about. And now I'm talking about the box, which is important. And we cut off the Rogers stuff. We have so much more Rogers to talk about. Um. So yeah. yeah we most of the stuff. 
Bucks getting it to the finals. Mark my words. Brewers, I don't care. It's too early in the season. They just got swept. <laughs> Four games swept. Five losses in a row. I mean, at least we have a winning record. We have a winning record. I think Omar Narvaez is hurt, too. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, it's my oblique. I wouldn't go that far. Braun was way worse. Is Braun going to come back? Maybe in the playoff time, like August. August, maybe. Oh, we have a lot of injuries. (laughs) It's all injuries right now. Five. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for listening. Yes, and that one guy, Chuck Freeman. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcasts on D-Shot. Feel free to give any of the other episodes a listen, as a lot of them have some great, exciting content as well as some great interviews don't forget to give my facebook page a like daniel shotler journalist as well as give me a follow on twitter or instagram at dshot1992 don't forget to subscribe if you're on google podcast or spotify or apple podcast wherever you can find this and hope you enjoyed it thanks for listening and have a good day